It's time to mind your business with Jamila Lodge and Shelly Thunder, brought to you by BEDC. Bermuda business starts here. It sure does right now. And every Thursday at four o'clock, we invite you to join us here on Ocean 89. Jamila is um, uh, in uh, self-imposed to a degree isolation right now. Um, That's what happens when you have children, right, Jamila? You just got to abide by the rules because, hey, (laughs) school's rough right now. We'll just put it that way. The minister was actually just talking about that. But uh, we're here to talk about some good stuff because, of course, our good buddy Ray Lambert is joining us. And I'll just let you guys jump right into our conversation today. All right, Ray. Well, welcome to the show. Um, Thank you. And for those who don't know Ray, he is our director of micro, small, and medium enterprises at BEDC. And that's a whole lot of words, but I'm going to let him tell you exactly what the role of the MSME unit is at BEDC and how we support local entrepreneurs. So, Ray, tell us, what what do you guys do there? Sure. Well, first of all, good afternoon to the listening audience. Um, And Happy New Year. Yes. No, BEDC... And the micro, small, medium-sized enterprise, I guess we're the unit that's sort of uh, the direct liaison with the, uh, with the client, right? So we do client meetings, give uh, advice and support whenever, uh, wherever we can. Uh, we work to three EEZs. So we have uh, an officer for Northeast Hamilton, an officer for St. George, an officer for also Somerset. And uh, we uh, assist in those areas uh, as well as any uh, small and medium-sized business who uh, is looking to um, start up and grow their business in Bermuda. So what are some of the services that you guys um, provide? Sure. Well, as I said, in addition to the, uh, the advice and support, we, uh, we do a number of things. The, the primary thing that people like to hear about is, is the fact that we support with finance. Mm-hmm. So that's one of the big things, and that's, that's the big subject uh, for what we're doing here today. Um, our our products uh, range in in a number of different micro loans. So we do lend uh, direct, and we also lend. Um, well, I'm sorry, we provide guarantees. So we work with all of the banks and do guarantee support um, for for loans up to three hundred thousand dollars. Okay, so that's what we're going to be talking about today. We're talking about how you get funding from BBC, and more specifically. Um, the name of the webinar that's going to be taking place next Wednesday at 1230 is Everything You Need to Know for Application Success. So after this, everybody should be getting approved, right, Ray? Well, I think that's why we're having this seminar because, yes, it, 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 it is a process. Um, it's not free money, so we definitely have, have, uh, have to make sure that we do our due diligence to, uh, to make sure that the money is, is lent you know, with, with the best intentions in mind, right? This right. is, this is a, these are tough times. So it's a pretty serious role because we do have many clients that are coming to uh, seek us out during these times. And it's important that uh, we help them with a plan, but more importantly, that they have a plan that, that, um, that allows them to grow and, and obviously pay us back. So, it, you know, we're there to assist, but it's a very serious uh, situation because no one's in a position to, uh, to just, give away money and not expect those money to be paid back and not expect those businesses to, to do their best uh, in these uncertain times. So let me ask you this then, in terms of the types of products. So if you mentioned the loan guarantee, right? 
But I uh-huh. focus more on, I guess, the direct lending that we have started sure. to do. Can you talk a little bit about the types of um, microloan products we have and what what it what they entail? Okay, so basically, we have uh, four microloan products, right? So there's the general microloan, which is uh, which is for any. Uh, uh, existing business or even new business that, that's looking to lend um, uh, smaller, medium size up to 30 grand. Now that 30 grand can be used to uh, purchase goods, inventory, capital items. It could be used for renovations. It could be used for marketing. It could be used for working capital. So, so basically um, that, that's the product that people have been uh, looking to get when they are, are expanding on their business or starting up. Uh, we have the um, the COVID uh, microloan, which was a product that came out uh, specifically during the times of COVID. It, it was introduced uh, with the government support um, right at the start of the pandemic. And that particular product is to um, assist existing businesses with some of their general expenses, i.e. Uh, uh, salaries. Uh, utilities, um, uh, some of the products uh, which some people some people were getting stuck with products overseas. Uh, so it, it was very specific in, in their in their use. Uh, oh, and insurance. Um, that that's the product that we still have been issuing out, and uh, since which we we've, we've gone through a phase two on that. But the phase one was a loan slash grant. Okay. So what that means is in the initial stages. Uh, a business that wanted to um, borrow funds, they, those funds were tied to a, um, a, a, a tier. So, for example, if your business uh, made less than $100,000, let's say, uh, that puts you in a tier of up to $10,000 that you could um, receive from BEDC. And of that $10,000, half of it, meaning $5,000 would be a loan, and $5,000 will convert to a grant. Um, the tiers would go up as the income uh, levels uh, went up as high as $40,000 for what would be medium-sized businesses. And in that case, um, I believe it was uh, uh, 10% that would be a grant, and the, uh, the rest could be up to, would be a loan for up to 30000 So. You know, when people heard the, the, you know, the terms where we were saying, well, BDC are just doing learns. I don't want to learn. Well, for us, you know, it was a tough call because while we want to support businesses with brands, and we actually did do that as well, it was important that the businesses had a plan uh, to, to work themselves out of the pandemic. Yeah. And uh, so the learn grant has definitely been a product that has been uh, the primary one used during COVID. And then I would say been, you know, quite successful in assisting businesses in what was a very, very tricky time. Fine, that we're not done with, quite frankly. Exactly. So, um, <laughs> I mean, that's, so, that's exactly what I was going to say. It's like the COVID-19 microloan and grant, you would think that that would be just um, a temporary solution to support businesses when they need it most. But it seems like it's just we just keep extending it and extending it because the need is still there. Yeah, you know, I mean, uh, you know, I, I, I say hats off to our board and the government for, for actually thinking of this, you know, in, in, in how we could best assist. Because, quite frankly, if if, uh, if this product wasn't there, 
I don't know where some of these businesses would be. Yeah, yeah, I would have. To. I, I really do. So, and when it comes to to that, how what's the process for determining? And I guess I don't want to give all the goods away because we want to encourage people to attend the webinar. But in the webinar, will you be sharing with like the process of how you go about looking at an application and determining whether or not it's a viable one to receive funding? Yes, you know, and 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 that's that's where a lot of people get you know caught up. Some some are hesitant to to uh, to to really dig into it, and in a lot of cases, that's because they they don't have financials. So any business that that wants money, whether it be from BEDC, the banks, or whomever, you know, they're expected to show some kind of financial history if they're an existing business. Right. And then for us, that's no different, right? So we we. We walk you through the process. You know, we expect to see um, um, uh, bank statements. So there's, you know, some bank statements we want to see. We want to see a plan, and we, we have a template that we use for the business profile that, that we'll walk through in the presentation. Uh, we would obviously want to see how the money's being spent, use the funds, you know, and, and, uh, and, and then, you know, a cash flow projection, which shows how you expect the business to operate over the next 12 months. Uh, along with some of the assumptions of, of that that pertain to your particular business, and and you know an understandable payback. So it, it's really about creating a plan that works for that business. And there are you know we've done so many of these things, and you know each each situation is different. Mm -hmm. So we take our time. You know it's a process where we match the uh, the businesses with an officer and. You know, once they provide the uh, required documentation, then we work with them to make sure that we understand that information and do our best to uh, to uh, to create an analysis that makes sense. Uh, because again, our officers can't approve something that doesn't make sense. Right. But as long as it makes sense, you know, we'll do our best to support those businesses. And and you know, we've done so in the tune of a couple million dollars worth of support uh, since we started the pandemic. Yeah. I'm sure it's been a bit more than that, but I think it's important to note that, you know, you know, from from since we've been starting this program, we get feedback that says, oh, it's too much information. You're asking for too much and all of that. Can you speak a little bit to why we ask for the information that we ask for and how important it is to for us to do the due diligence? Because it's not our money, right? It, it's not. And, and I think, you know, when people say some of that stuff's onerous, well, go try to get that same money at your local bank. They're going to ask for most of that same stuff. Mm -hmm. So it, it's good business practice. And, and you know, again, this is, this is you know, it's not a game. This is very important stuff. We, we, we want businesses to, uh, to survive and thrive. And it's important that they take the time to understand uh, their particular needs and requirements. And, and for us, you know, we, we, we have had it broken right down to the things that you would need and uh, and, and work with them. So, as I mentioned earlier, you know, cash flow statements, uh, every business should have bank statements. Now, ideally, um, and we do have this occasionally, sometimes the business isn't in a business name. It may be in an individual's name. And we can work with them to figure out what's what. But that becomes a difficult process oftentimes because, you know, one of the first things we try to... Uh, um, teach when we do our courses is to open up a business bank account so you can separate mm -hmm. your personal assets from those of, of the business, you know? Mm -hmm. yeah. Possibly when you're trying to assess 
what a business is is doing, how well a business is. If, if you see, you know, uh, uh, or groceries. Yeah, ro- you know, it, it gets complicated. So some of that is is really dependent on the business. You know, some of the businesses have accounts or have good accounts, which is great. That makes the whole process easier because if you have good accounts, then it becomes a whole lot easier to to uh, to you know better uh, articulate. Uh, where the business is, and obviously what you plan to do in the future. So, you know, that that those things are very important. But we have a checklist, and uh, and again, that checklist includes providing a cash flow statement. Um, many people may not know what that is. So, for our purposes, we actually have a template that we put online, and basically it breaks down the month-to-month expenses and the month-to-month revenues that you want to see, right? Mm-hmm. You know, most businesses have seasonality, so it's important that they they show you know the peak months of of, of revenue, uh, as where some months may be busier than others. So to show some of those fluctuations is oftentimes an important understanding to how things really work. You know, there's something called straight line accounting. What that is is when somebody just says, "Well, I'm going to make ten thousand dollars a month every month, and at the end of the year, you know, I'm going to make one hundred twenty thousand." Well, is that accurate? Right. You know, what about what about what happens, you know, before Christmas? And, and, and obviously, now that we're past Christmas, I think many businesses would know that things get a little tight. You don't usually get the same amount of uh, people walking through your doors right. over the it next couple right of months that you may have. Yeah. It does. Yeah. It does. So, you know, so you need to show those uh, peaks and valleys of your business. And that will often fluctuate with the business type and model. So, you know, the more we see that the person understands where they are and what they need to do, the, the more likely it is that we can uh, assist uh, and, and, and help them succeed. Yeah, and I, I want to speak to the fact that I think for us, especially in my experience back in the day when I used to, you know, um, speak with businesses and deal with businesses directly, there's always a desire to support, right? There's always mm-hmm. a, a goal to be able to get the business what they need, but I think we it has to make sense, right? So, uh, you know, on occasion you meet with some businesses and they have these lofty ideas and goals, but then it's our job as officers to put, put in a dose of reality, if you will, and to look at the market and say, okay, you know, if you're trying to open, I don't know, a tourism-based business when there are no tourists coming to the island, what does that look like and how realistic is it? And so those are the kind of questions I guess your team is charged with being able to answer and assess when people are coming and seeking finance. One, um, I, I want to ask you about that though, because is what types of businesses can come? Is it just for startup? Is it just for existing? Can you talk a little bit about who is eligible to take advantage of the funding for BDC? So BDC, we, we support an array of uh, business needs. Uh, we work with uh, with uh, businesses small as pop up shops and vendors, uh, online businesses become a big thing to retailers, and and service industry businesses. So basically, uh, by definition, a small business is any business that um, earns up to a million dollars in revenue and has up to a half a million dollars in uh, in in payroll expenses. You know that covers many of the business models in Bermuda. So. Uh, we can assist businesses of, of small business types uh, in, in any kind of capacity. Uh, medium-sized businesses, we also assist with them. Now, those are 
have a larger portfolio. There is a definition which breaks that out. But the point is, uh, quite honestly, you know, we work with uh, those in the hospitality sector. We work with those in the food service. We work with restaurants. We work with uh, uh, retailers of all kinds. So, you know, for us, uh, they just have to be a Bermudian-owned business uh, that that um, is in need of support. Now, I, I have to point that out because we are a source of last resort. You know, if, if a business or a, a, the owners of a business uh, don't need our support, then by all means, you know, uh, you should be able to get that funding from one of the local institutions without much challenge. So we do require our businesses or our applicants to, uh, to fill out a personal financial statement. And, uh, and that's something that, again, would be pretty common at the banks. That just gives us an understanding of where the business is, right? Right. So if a person, if a person, for example, does owe at Bermuda Credit Association or any, or, or any credit debt, that doesn't necessarily mean that they can't, uh, be assisted. It just means that we need to have a full understanding and disclosure of their individual circumstances. Right. So we can best assist. You know, okay. no one wants to lend funds and then find out that, you know, there, there's, there's a lien on the business or, or, you know, that person is way more than they're borrowing. So that's just full disclosure. And again, the kinds of things that you'd expect at any institution. Yes. And so now when speaking about financial institutions, historically it's been like the three banks, right? And now we have mm-hmm. a credit union. And so what was the catalyst or what was the decision, deciding factor for BDC to get into this direct lending market? Because like you said before, our primary product was a loan guarantee. So other banks or institutions did the lending and we just guaranteed that loan. But now we're actually lending. Like you could come directly to BDC and get up to $30,000 with one of our microloan products. So what, what brought on that decision? Why was that decision made? Well, we still work with all of those banks and, and, you know, we have great relationships with, with each of the lending institutions, but you know, I think what we found is, as, as our banks have gone from local banks to more international banks, you know, their, their own due diligence of lending has gotten tougher. So for them to lend small amounts of money, in some cases, was, wasn't worth the, uh, the effort that they put in for that lending. So it was tough for a small business to get small amounts of money. And uh, so, therefore, we started lending uh, using our portfolio as, as the catalyst for how much we failed to lend. And and I think that's been a great addition to the uh, to the local small business uh, product, right? Mm-hmm. Um, if, if you know, we know that there's a need for for small amounts of loans, and you know, the nice thing about our micro loans is that you know most of them they have up to 42 months to pay it off. Um, if they pay it back early, then they can re up and go again if there's a need. So so we we try to work with these you know our businesses the best we can. Ideally, we want to get them to a point where they don't need to lend and they're just making, you know, they're investing in themselves and, uh, and just continue to grow the businesses. But, you know, it, it's always good to be able to uh, support and assist because you never know, you know, where that, where that, um, how some of the small things will, will help a business, right? Yeah. Cash, cash is king and, and be able to have good cash flow is, is, a, is a big part of, uh, of, of being successful. You're absolutely right. And one of the other things that I think is important to note with regard to the types of products that we have is how they can be combined. Because some people might think, okay, well, I already have a microloan. 
for 30000 So that's all I can get, even though I'm trying to build this other business. I have a business. I can show how I can pay this back. Um, but I still um, need additional financing. Can they get multiple products from BEDC? They can. It, it really depends on what they're looking for, as you said, right? So the COVID loan is specific to those uh, uh, areas that, that you know, are, are dealing with basically treading water, right? We, we talked about this. Those are uh, paying bills, paying staff, paying insurance, et cetera. The microloan could be used for any number of things. Um, but we also have occasions where people have uh, existing debt. And that existing debt, you know, is oftentimes small amounts of debt that add to a whole big headache. So we offer a debt consolidation loan as well that, that it also enables them to consolidate uh, those small debts into a single loan. So there is the opportunity to just seek one of those products by themselves or, as you've mentioned, to, to combine those with other loans you've had with BEDC. You know, we do our best to make sure that, you know, people aren't borrowing more than they can pay back mm -hmm. because that becomes a point as well. Right. But it's always good to know that, um, that you know, we can assist with more than one product if required. Yeah, yeah. I think that's important because I know, you know, I've heard people say, oh, well, I can't go because I have bad credit or I already have debt. And it's like, well, I feel like each, first of all, I would just tell people to come, right? Like you never know until you ask. Um, I always say this on the show, closed mouths don't get fed. And it's the mm -hmm. truth. So don't make mm -hmm. an assumption because you have something going on financially or historically that you won't get financing. One of the things that we always try to do, I think BDC is really good at trying to figure out a way to be flexible so that you can get the financing because I think we all operate on the basis that we want to help and we want to support. So for those of you who are listening and are like not sure, in the first instance, I'd say tune in to the webinar next week. It's free. You can go onto our website at bdc.bm and sign up. Um, but also don't not ask, like it's, it's very easy to make an appointment and sit with an officer and go through what it is that you need. And then we can make a recommendation as to the best way to move forward. And so that's mm -hmm. what I think, you know, it's, it should be communicated today to let people know that there are options and give us the opportunity to help you determine what's going to work best for you. Now we mentioned COVID-19. And the fact that it's not going anywhere. <laughs> so, so what is your team doing to prepare for this? Like, are there other products? What is what? What are you guys? How are you guys preparing for twenty twenty two? Well, as you mentioned, um, you know, COVID nineteen isn't going anywhere. We came up with a phase two to the COVID loan, which many businesses are taking advantage of. So, it's not too late to apply if you haven't applied for a COVID loan. And you're an existing business, but for those who have been uh, have already applied and received the uh, the initial loan, which was uh, which was a loan grant, as I mentioned before, fifty percent loan, fifty percent grant. Uh, the phase two is still available, and and the the amount is a little less. Um, I believe the amount that they can borrow is seventy five percent of the maximum uh, that you would have been able to borrow the first time around. So, for example. For those that qualified for $30,000 previously, you'd only be able to qualify for twenty two and a half. Um, and then the, the grant portion is 25% versus 50%. But, you know, when, when you're still got bills coming 
uh, that's still a good way to assist. And, and quite frankly, you know, we've, we've had some good success in supporting some of those businesses, you know, particularly leading up to the holidays that were like, listen, I need to, you know, need access to capital to be able to get through Christmas, Christmas holiday. And I think we were very successful in, in those businesses uh, to date. Yeah, I would agree. I would agree. Well done to you guys, because um, I know you guys are working hard, and the requests don't stop. Um, and hopefully, you know, next week as you go through how to actually put forward a good application, um, you'll get even more requests. That means more work for your team, but you know. <laughs> so just to recap, what can people expect next week at the webinar? What should they be prepared to to take away from it? Well, what we're going to try and do is, first off, the webinar is being uh, put together by um, myself as well as uh, Erika Smith, our, our executive director. Um, so the two of us will be putting together um, an application. And we're going to try to show you what an application should look like, right? So, you know, it's some of the things that we've seen, in some cases, you, you would expect a level of, of response. In other cases, you know, we, we don't always get that. So we're going to show a cash flow should look like and and show some of the pitfalls that we've seen. I talked about, uh, you know, uh, straight line accounting, you know, and, and, and basically for us, it's not about trying to say I'm going to make millions of dollars. I just want to make sure that you're covering your expenses. Yeah. And then anything you make beyond that is gravy. But, you know, showing what that looks like, showing what a, uh, what a business profile looks like. You know, with some of the businesses, we, we, with the business profile, we have a template. So you put in the basics of your business, the history, the the, uh, the, the products and services that you're offering, um, you know, your competition, et cetera. But some people actually will do a one-liner. You know, yeah. I have no competition. Right. Okay. So <laughs> what, what do you want me to do with that? Because without even knowing your business, every business has competition. Right. So it's important that they take the time to really fill out the, the uh, application. Um, to the best of their ability, because what we find oftentimes is the holdup actually becomes when a client is is, is not presenting a, a, a clear picture of what their plan is, right? And and uh, and along with the supporting details, so it's important that we get um, you know some of the uh, 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 invoices or, or estimates, you know, as part of that. So we're going to go through that application process, show what a good application looks like, you know, speak to some of the things that we need. Obviously, payroll, tax, and social insurance. We want to know if you're up to date with that. If you're not, we just need to know if there's a plan. So some of the details, you know, it doesn't make sense to to submit and then having to go back again and again because we're still asking for things that are clearly in the application process. Right. So for us, we're just going to help to work with those details to make sure people have a better understanding of what we're looking for and what it should look like and hopefully assist with with a, a smoother transition uh, in, in, in us assisting. All right. Well, I mean, it sounds like it's going to be very detailed and informative. And I would say anyone who was considering getting funding, who may have gotten funding before and want to get additional funding, then I would encourage you to attend and it, I mean, would you agree, Ray? It's for anybody. It's if you're a startup, if you have an existing business, if you're trying to expand a business, anyone can come to this webinar to get an idea of what our requirements are, right? No, I, I completely agree. You know, and and it's one of those things where um, 
yes, you know, you may not have a need right now, but it's just good to understand it and know exactly where it's at, you know. The other thing is is to, for, for some of the businesses to recognize that, you know, if you're going to be looking for funding and, and you're not, you don't have good accounts, well, it's, it's, it's a time to also, you know, tidy up some of those accounts. So yeah. if you don't have an accountant, you know, reach out to somebody that can assist you with those details, right? Because it, it's important. We're not going to, you know, we, we can only do so much. It's important that a business comes with, with some data that can be understood and, and a plan. Right. So, you know, to, to reach out and get an accountant, that's not always in somebody's budget, but everyone knows someone who has some accounting skills. Right. So it's important that you're able to present the best picture you can, and that makes the whole process easier. But understanding what we're looking for is, is, is definitely a first step. So I definitely encourage anybody that's interested in uh, starting a business or has an existing business to just tune in. And uh, you'll see, you know, and, and then ask any questions that they would want to have. Yeah, that that's a beauty of, of doing it with, with you guys directly because they can ask specific questions as it relates to their business. Um, so mm-hmm. I, I want to thank you, Ray, for joining us on this Thursday. Mm-hmm. Um, I appreciate it. I know you and Arika are going to do a great job. It's going to be very thorough because if anybody knows our executive director, she will make sure you understand it, Okay. Um, you can log on to our website at bedc.bm to register. Again, it is free, so we are not going to charge you for this. We want you to come. We want you to understand what's required. And hopefully, as you look towards getting financing for your startup business, for your existing business, or for the expansion of your business, you can consider BEDC as an option for you because I still think that we're the cheapest money on the island, if you ask me. So. <laughs> but, Jamila, I believe the, the event, I don't think we said when. It, it's on Wednesday, yes. January 19th, mm-hmm. from 12.30 to 2 p.m. Yes, correct. Thank you for that. And all of that information, again, is on our website. So please don't hesitate. Go ahead and sign up now. And, um, Ray, I guess I guess we'll be talking to you next week, innit? it? Great. Look forward to it. All right. <laughs> we got to find out a whole lot more. And I know, I mean, you guys pretty much had to really get all that information out to our listeners to get them to understand that, um, you know, even in the best of times, a business sometimes needs three, four, five years to develop whatever its product is. And, and this is the first step. So people shouldn't yeah. feel like, oh, gosh, I failed. I have to apply for financing. But, no, no. that's that's the way businesses work, man. It's like the adage of, you know, you got to dig that hole, build that foundation before the house goes up. And right. so uh, for those who are not attuned to what's going on with BEDC, it, it could be the difference between success and failure, notwithstanding COVID and, and all of its issues as well. That's right. That's mm-hmm. right. So we're going to talk some more to Ray next week, yeah? Yeah. All right. Sounds sounds like a plan, Jamila. Everybody's got to be uh, on the 19th, got to be uh, on top of it uh, for the lunchtime seminar. And uh, go to the website and find out uh, all the details you need to know to do it. Because if you don't mind your business, Jamila. Who will? Who will? And you hang tight there in your quarantine, okay, mate? I will. <laughs> all right. Take care. All right. Thank you for listening to Mind Your Business with BEDC. Bermuda business starts here.